What's up, After Buzzers? Tonight, we're taking it back to the 90s. We're discussing all things new of VH1 The Breaks. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Stay tuned. We're talking DV Hold Hostage, Maddie and Taylor, DV and his dad, hip hop legends, and a whole lot more. So stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey! Ain't gonna hurt nobody. Hey! I wish we could do the kid and play. Yes, Ain't this reminds me of house party all the way! Hey! Ain't gonna hurt nobody. Hey! Guys, we bring it back all the way back with the 90s jam. Keeping Always. up with the 90s jam. We gotta keep the flow of hey. 90s hip hop in the building, right? <laughs> right. Always. All right. Welcome back, After Buzzers. We're hey, so glad to have you join us again for another Monday night of fun. And you know what they say after the show? It's the after party. And it's going down hey. at After Buzz tonight. Hey, hey, hey. I'm your friend, Dominique Sarita, and this is the after show for VH1 The Breaks. Hey. All right. All <laughs> if you wish to buzz me, definitely buzz me on Instagram and Twitter at Dominique Sarita. I'm not the only one that's hosting this party tonight. I got some lovely ladies with me. Miss Francelli, introduce what's yourself. What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? I'm so sad that I missed the first week last week, but that's, that's all right. right. I'm here in the building. You yeah. can catch me on all things at Selly Hangout. Hang out with me. Hey, guys. Happy Monday. Happy breaks. It's your girl, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom. And hey, 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 guys! It's me, Miss Candy Marie, and you can find me like always at all things Miss Candy Marie. Let's yeah. go! Yeah. Yes. I'm feeling that kid in play though. Yes. Yes. They just getting it, bringing us back. Oh, oh back. I'm losing my hat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's keep though. Yeah, we we gonna leave it down. We gonna leave it. Right. The name of the episode tonight is "It's Just Begun." Mm. It's, mm. Listen, it's just it's begun. I, begun. I really feel like it's everything beginning. has just begun with the label, absolutely, and just relationships being formed together, taken apart. Maybe it's just a beginning. There's there's a lot of things brewing. <laughs> That's all I can say about I'm that. I'm ready to dig in. Definitely dig in. Really good episode. So, really dope episode. And DV is still being held hostage. <laughs> DV is always getting got. Every just time I turn around, he's getting got. He just I, I just really feel like during the course of this show, yeah. he's going to get some cojones some point in yeah. time. It's growing. It's, it's just growing. growing. He's just going to have to because <laughs> I can't work under these conditions. <laughs> it's just Listen, the way I'm set up, it's just not going to Happen. Poor baby DV. You know, and I think you're right. I think the more time that he spends with Alm, I think, yes. like, I think they're going to switch. Alm is going to get a conscience and mm-hmm. DV is going to get some balls. He's going to have to. And grow up. Exactly. And, and what, I, what I really like is that there's a mutual respect that yes. is yes. forming sure. amongst them. You sure. know, no, Alm is like, you know, okay, this guy kind of has some balls. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. DV's like, should I say something? Should I not? He's not prep school no more. Exactly. <laughs> DV, he knows what he's doing. He's yes. good at what he does. And if at the end of the day, if they want to make a good record, mm-hmm. he is a, they're a reflection of each other. Yeah. So it's like if he yeah. doesn't speak up, then he's going to put out not his best. Yeah, and that industry has not. to be right. Yeah. Exactly. And Alm knows that. He know, like he may tease him and he may bother him a little, but I yeah. think he's pushing him to his best. Right. Just mm-hmm. like DV's pushing Alm 
right. to be exactly. the best rapper that he can be, yeah. mm-hmm. I think Alma's going to push DV to be like, you can be a strong producer right. and be yeah. in this game. And that's so different, but they they have so much in common. Yeah. For sure. And that's funny that you said um, that DV is really pushing Alm because you see that scene where DV is like, slow down, take some breaks, like, you right. know, pause right. a moment. We want to feel you before you just running right. with the words. You right. know, we need to feel that. So you really get to see DV in his master field. Mm-hmm. Right. I like, the, I like that relationship. It's like a little bu- brother, yeah, big, big brother. brother. Right. Because yeah. you see DV with his dad, uh, who plays by, uh, Method Man Met plays man. his dad. But I think mm-hmm. for him and Alm, it's like a weird relationship, Should've... and it's like a big brother, little brother, and that's why Alm's mm-hmm. homeboys get a little jealous because who's this new little dude that's coming right. in and kind of making Alm do the right thing. It's right. like a hidden yeah. love, too. He got like a hidden love. You don't really want to say I love you, yeah. but you know I love you. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. And he's making sure that he's protected. Yeah. He knows that technically he's stepping into this world that he really knows nothing about. Yeah. Right? And he's making sure that he doesn't make the wrong choices. choices. Well, yes. I, wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't say he knows nothing about it. He grew up on that street it's it's one of those things when you when you grow up in a certain neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know what's there, you mm-hmm. know what's up, but you trying to steer Try, clear of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, like you right. you gonna keep. Listen, I grew up in the Bronx. You you keep you, it moving. Yeah, you know you what I'm saying? You you keep you just. Listen. But he knows that he he <laughs> right. knows that he's not a D boy too, right? You know exactly. that's right. It. And that's the world that he's a part of. And he's like, you know what? That's why he's prep school. He's yeah, prep he's school prep for right. a reason. He got out exactly. He got out. He's one of the lucky and I think ones. I think dad really he has that a choice. Though, right. He has a choice, him. which is really nice. Right. To see. Yeah. And and that's pertaining to what you were speaking mm-hmm. of in terms of the jealousy because he got out. Sometimes misery loves company, yes. and and the boys are like, man, maybe I'm going to get out too, yeah. and and then where. Where does that leave us? And I think that's the underlining that's happening there. That's what we kind of touched I, I base so last too. week. Remember when we was talking about that? If Scooby lose his man, how will he feel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like tonight, this episode kind of like bring a little bit things to light, just right. a little tiny right. bit to give us a taste of what's to come. Sure. Even right. though poor little baby DV was held hostage because you know Mac Walters Bay. I love <laughs> he's Bay. He's Bay. MCM. We got an MCM. MCM. Yeah. What's it up? Is, it is Monday. Mac it is Monday. Yeah. You are the MCM for tonight's what's, the break. What's good? As Nicki Minaj would say. What's good? Molly, what's good? What's good? Oh, but I can talk about Nikki right now. Oh, <laughs> that, that is like hip hop culture. Yeah, yeah, I like the bonding though. Even though he was held hostage, I did like the time that they got to spend with each other yes. and they got to both school each other a little bit and help. Like you know, DV got to help on a little bit with his craft. Like yeah. just breathe a little, put a hook on yeah. it. Yeah. And he got to, even though he's scared out of his mind. Hey, like, but I think as time goes on, he's gonna learn. Like okay, we're spending a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. This could be a great relationship. But you made a point earlier when we was all sitting down and. Um, the moment where someone had passed away and they was trying to settle the, you know, take care of it. Yeah, it was right. like, no, let's just wait. You know, it's too hot on the streets right now. And they was like, well, what about DV? Prep school. Like, he can do it. And you made a, I think one of you made a point yeah. there earlier. You was like, you know, they was really looking out for DV or just not trying to have him in that light. Right. They want yeah. him to continue on the path that he's on so they can move right. forward. I think I'll trust him because remember his boys were saying, oh, he was in the police station. He right. was snitching. Let's get rid of him. Yeah. Let's get rid of him. And I, I think, was scared. I was like, oh, girl. I said, okay, I was baby. like, please. Yeah. <laughs> I need Mac Wiles on my show. Right. <laughs> I need to see him like for right. more episodes. Yeah, right. So I got really scared, but I think um trust him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's also going to play out what I think his boys are going to be upset because they're going to see that he actually trusts DV. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he right. wouldn't do that. This is kind of like my new little brother. And, and to me, I think when at, at that point when we uh, saw Om um, ask him, are we going to work together? Yeah. Right. Like, to me, that was him saying, look, man, I see you. I, I know yeah. that that's not you. Right. Let's work right. together. together. And speaking of working together, we actually get to see Miss Nikki doing her job. And her thing. and Mr. Barry <laughs> are trying to work together to 
performing plan for Miss Maddie Taylor. Mm-hmm. I'm still on the <laughs> fence about how I feel about Nikki as a character in general. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm really like... Mm, 50, are you 50-50? I, I'm really trying to debate. Like, I don't even think she'd be my friend. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know how I feel about her. It's like, for me... Uh, Nikki, like, I love that Nikki's a hustler. So, yeah. And I love that she's a boss and she's ready to work. But the more episodes yes, happen, exactly. you're starting to see that she can be a little manipulated. Like, Not you can see that. She's hands down. She- <laughs> manipulating, <laughs> conniving, yeah. lying. I mean, there's just so much. But I also feel like you have to understand her layers. I feel like as Definitely the season the progresses, prayfully, we'll be able to see her background information. Right. Where, she comes see, from. where she comes from. Maybe I'm she comes from a household. I cannot wait yeah, to see Yeah, maybe she yeah. comes from a household where she always had to do for herself. Right. Or mm. she didn't have the privilege of doing things, so she had to go out and get it. Which is And maybe cool. she got screwed over as a child, so she doesn't care about hurting anybody's right. feelings because people what? hurt her feelings so much. You Which know? is great, but I just feel like when you're in that position... Like, what are the limits that you're going to go to hurt the people that you love right. yeah. that mm-hmm. works in this industry with you? Yes, you can hustle. You can go hard and mm-hmm. make sure you eat. Yeah. Everybody eats. But are you going to stab your boyfriend in the back, your sister, your brother? That's what I'm wondering and about this- Nikki, and I hope she does not go that route. First yeah. of all, any man that will wash, vomit out your hair. Honey. Yeah, first girl. of all, <laughs> you don't need, you don't man need to be wash and vomit out of my hair. Okay. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need to be lying to him. You don't need to be treating him the way. Yeah, right. Like, I understand. He always lied to the little old David. And, and the David. thing is, interracial relationships are difficult. Yeah. You come from different backgrounds, different cultures, and then social economic class. Yeah. Like all yeah. that plays into it. But for you to throw shots at him about his privilege yeah. and where he comes from, that's unfair. Why are you living with him? Right. Like, yeah. girl, you ain't paying my rent. Like, you yeah. with him. Okay? And his father's yeah. always bailing you out. Yeah. Right. Always. That part. Right. That part. Always. Right. And he doesn't even know about half the things that she go and confess mm. with Miss Child. Nikki. Miss yeah. Nikki. So, I, I really Miss like Shady Nikki, Boots. but she's, yeah. sh- she's interesting. She's, she's interesting, but she, I can't wait to see her character reveal a little yeah, more. Yeah, I can't wait to see those layers that we're talking about earlier being peeled back because I think that it'll really show us why she is the way that she is. Yeah. And, and for me, I know, like, oh, I hear what you guys are saying, but I'm like, there's <laughs> got to be a reason. Nikki yeah, can't be, you know. We, and that's why I can understand her a little bit better because, like like I said, when you come from something and you always have to make your own way, that's programming your mind. Like, right. you're just going to yeah. be set to do certain things. I'm sure there's a reason why she's the way it is. That doesn't mean I agree with it or, right. or that it makes it right. Because, you, you know, everyone's conditions make them a different person yep, like absolutely. I, I, honestly if I always had to fend for myself hopefully that would learn so then if someone else come along I'd want to help them out because yeah. I didn't have it like that but again everyone's different I'm just saying she couldn't be my friend because she can't be trusted <laughs> yeah she, she, she can't be trusted but you kind of see she's maybe tempting to be still loyal to Mr. Yeah. Barry mm-hmm. when she met Miss um, Maddie Taylor and right. she said yeah. Nikki said I want right. to be an A&R and Maddie was like well I see you as someone bigger are you sure right. you want to be the right. middleman and that's when you get to see Nikki she's like okay do I want to take it a step further do I really love Barry I work hard for this position I lied right. on my life for this position right. I earned this position so do I want to stick in this position to make it work or do I want to leave like you kind of see if she mm, really are, yeah. is mm-hmm. that loyal that we're complaining about right. but no matter what Miss Maddie recognized the girl talent and the girl skill. And I'm really looking forward to seeing that relationship develop between yeah. Nikki and Maddie. You right. know, and I really like that point that uh that Maddie made to her, yeah. you know, in reference to her, you know, making sure that she she chooses the right partners and yep. that she maintains that level of loyalty. Yep. Because mm-hmm. we've already seen her mm-hmm. uh be so unloyal. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's right. probably the most unloyal character yeah. in this entire you show. You know what I also well, love Maddie's that uh, 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 what's his name? Barry's friend. 
Gordy. Gordy. He, oh, he did Gordy too. But I was going to say, you know what? I love that Maddie Taylor's character came into play because now she has like a female, yep. I guess you yes. could say, role model to look up to. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so many men in this yep. hip hop mm-hmm. game. Right. And that's what it was in the 90s. But there was also women powerful. So just like the women rappers. Yeah. Yep. So I love that Maddie Taylor's a boss and she's like, I see you. Yeah. So right. I'm hoping that maybe she can pull her in and kind of mentor and her. I, and I really appreciate the different levels that, that they show the relationships that the men have towards the women. Yeah. You know, at the very beginning when we saw the assistant, you know, the first assistant yeah. sleeping with Barry and then we saw Nikki in the car with Gordy when right. he was tr- you know he was trying her you know yeah. he was coming on to yeah. her right. and then it's like we're, we're seeing we, like Nikki kind of in a sense she has to be this strong woman yep. because yeah. if not they're going to either flirt with you or take advantage yeah. of you but, but that's, that's the industry that's, that's industry, the industry period well, that's any that's, industry <laughs> I would say just hip hop unfortunately is what women go through yeah. every day yes. Industry. Absolutely. Industry. Yes. So, especially yeah. when you're with men in power right Absolutely. and you're attractive and you know what you gotta let them know I'm still business minded I can still get the job done and still be sexy right. I know exactly. I don't want you, you I want that job and though. you know what was really really cool too uh, let's take it back to when Maddie when we were first introduced to Maddie yes. Taylor when mm. she was in the office she seemed so you know soft spoken yeah. but when she saw Nikki being mistreated she spoke yeah. Yeah. she was like let yeah. her go uh-huh. and we saw her voice was elevated her demeanor was elevated yep. that was right. really really nice to see that strong woman yep. Maddie come out yep. I love that she had her back and, and you're right dope. when it that opened up dope. and she was playing Key Sweat in the office her cute little office in the city yeah. and then I love that she had a, a woman had her back yeah. and she didn't even know her yeah, and maybe it, it came from like a stem of experience or yeah. something like oh. maybe something oh, happened to her so she knows right. oh girl please I <laughs> had your hands off of her yeah. and she also she also recognizes how dope Nikki is because she's seen what Nikki did with D-Rose right. yep. how he she put him on stage with Keith Sweat uh-huh. so I think she because she said that she was like she D-Rose you girl, you. I think you can go far, and yes. I think Maddie Taylor's mm-hmm. probably seen herself in Nikki. Yeah, for yeah, sure. It was very interesting to see the whole D. Rome and Key Sweat concept. It reminded <laughs> me of like the '90s when that hip hop era finally came out with like yeah. a little bit of R and B. You get the both of both worlds sneaking out. Yeah, but did y'all think he sounded like Heavy D? Oh, for sure, hands I, down. I, I was hands like, down. is this supposed to be Heavy he D? Hands down. Yeah. Yes. That yes. overweight lover, because the way yeah, he was flowing, sure. his flow and everything, everything was like Heavy D. All day. You know what? I think it's really dope that you guys are actually from New York. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So, like, like, like me being from yeah. the South, you know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> you know, I think I know a little something, but y'all ladies, y'all don't really understand Well, you know, I'm originated. from the borough where hip-hop was originated. Well, well, well. well. You know, <laughs> I mean, I got love for my Brooklyn sister, but the you know, Bronx, hip-hop was made in the Bronx. <laughs> and the Bronx keeps making it, and Brooklyn keeps on oh, taking okay. it. Okay. Okay.
he's talking about yes. and his he's speaking his truths and we talked about that in the last yep. show and for for his father to show that different level of vulnerability mm. yeah. was so cool and yep. for them to relate the, on it yeah he loves his son he's trying to yeah, save protect his son him. trying to protect him and you know when you're at a certain age you want to do what you want to do yeah. and the you know your parents tell you things because they went through it and mm-hmm. in 1990 his dad's like yo I mm-hmm. want you to live like what every parent does I want, I want you to, to go down live. south I want you to mm-hmm. go here I want you to go where your family's from to get from, away from that to protect right. you mm-hmm. and I think he really wants to protect his son because he knows what can happen right. he's all he has yeah. his yeah. mother yeah. left his mom, him yeah. months after he was born which Crazy. was cool that yeah. we found that uh, out because yeah. that says a lot too about why he is so overprotective mm-hmm. of yeah. his son he mm-hmm. don't want to lose anybody mm-hmm. else the man's and speaking of losing listen you're all that I need I'll be there for you keep it real with me I'll keep it real with you listen here yeah when the man had that when Met the Man had that on that rooftop seat, a show on our age again. Uh, oh my God! We just all twenty fives. It's fine. Twenty five oh, over here. Girl, oh, I'm twenty one. I don't know what you're talking about. I was born in nineteen ninety seven. I'm twenty one. Twenty one savage. <laughs> wisdom. We just got a little extra wisdom. Okay. <laughs> That's all good. That's all we need but is I, a little bit of yes, wisdom. I love that his dad is open. I love that they have that conversation. Because yeah. you know, with his dad, they were always butting him. Because that's a dad in some yeah, relationship right, with every parent. Right, so right. I love that dad was able to be like, yeah. I love you, but you, you gotta know. go. And <laughs> it's so funny because as you get older, you do at some point listen. You know, at yeah. first you think you know it all. You don't want to hear. Right. They don't understand you. They don't know this life. But then you get to a point in your life where you're like, dang, I need that wisdom. I right. need wow. that advice. So then you become more right. open to yeah. hear what your father or your mom may have right. to say. So I thought that was pretty cool. But speaking of protection and um, losing life, it was pretty interesting to see. Um, remember when his friend passed away, mm. mm-hmm. and um, he, you got to see him say, "Well, he didn't even make it to see twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Like that's so real. So right. many people lose their lives before they even see twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. to see the amount of love and and and." Um, I would say even passion that he has towards somebody else, it makes you realize the type of person that he is. He truly do care about people. He went and made sure that the friend who died, mother, was taken care Mm -hmm. of. He gave them money. You know what I'm saying? Like, here, this is... I know you guys probably don't have it like that. Y'all are in the hood. Cover the funeral. Just, you know, cover the family. Do what you gotta do. Just like you said earlier with Nikki... With we're gonna see her layers coming off. I think yeah. it's gonna be the same thing with yeah. Um. And right. I think the more time right. we spend with Um and DV spends with Um, you're gonna. I think Um is thinking I can probably have a shot at this hip hop yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And this young man didn't have that shot. Yeah. And you're starting to see him with a conscience. You're starting yeah. to see him actually be human. But right. it's conflicting. It's the survivor's guilt. Yeah. Um. Because mm. it's like this life is all he knows Mm -hmm. and there's a true fear of success so it's like leaving everyone he knows he can't take them all with him so you know there's a lot there's a lot to consider and I think that's why he's been so hesitant like no I don't want to meet with y'all or I don't want to do this or you know I'm gonna give me my tape you know like there's I can see why there's that there right. because when it's all you know, people are afraid to leave. Yeah. And that's such I a great point all. because I think that clearly defines the story of hip hop. Yeah. When I think about hip hop and, and, and I think about how it's so different then from how it is mm-hmm. now, you, I mean, you hear a lot of the songs were talking about how young boys, their lives were snatched away from them yep. so early and so soon, you know? And I think about what's going on today and I think about our favorite rappers like J. Cole and Kendrick and they, they're telling those same stories mm-hmm. of hip hop. So, like, for me, when I think about 
you know, hip hop, like real rappers and legends, they're the ones that are telling the truth. Yep. And, and and to me, like when I think about, I'm not gonna call no names, but when people <laughs> are, are so commercial and they're talking about things that a lot of people can't relate to, to me, right. that's not hip hop. It's just what 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 is it? What would you consider it? Rap. Or I wouldn't even like, it rap. It's just, just noise. like singing on a beat. <laughs> it's just noise. Right, right. I'm that's that how hip hop can get lost. That yeah. is exactly how it can get lost right. when you stop telling the truth and you start talking about what's commercial and what's fake. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about artistry, though, too, where it's like what we we. Like, when Am first recorded the song in the first episode, you know, like, he's like, man, this is so dope. And I'm like, but that's his life. Yeah. Right. You know, and and that's his pain. Yeah. And so it's like we, to a certain degree, digest and thrive Mm -hmm. off of people's pain. Hence, like, Amy Winehouse and, like, all these things that happen. It's like. it's relatable. That's why it's it's relatable. relatable. But it's also dangerous. You know, it's like, because it's like. That word right there. The artist then gets to a point where it's like. Well, what happens when the artist does get out and yeah. lives a better life and has abundance yep. and yeah. freedom? Now, people might not love their music anymore because they're talking about positivity. Yeah. You know, Jay-Z went through a little of that. Yeah. Kanye went through a little of that. Like, it's like, they're no longer speaking about what they used to because they don't you know, have the like, hard knock life yeah. anymore. Jay-Z can't rap about Marcy Projects. He's not... He yeah, gotta not, rap yeah, about yachts yeah. and yeah. going to he Cuba. Out. With his wife, because that is his life and now. And people get upset at that. Right. You people that. get mad. I don't want Jay Z to rap about the project. You, you can't relate. You're not. Yes, it's not. You made an interesting point. I remember uh, when I was in African American study class, we watched a hip hop documentary, and it was about how Busta Rhyme and I think it was Busta Rhyme and somebody else, some other um, early '80s, '90s, early 2000 rappers, and how they was no longer living that life, but they still had to rap about it right. because that was their audience. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm. in front of the scenes. They felt like they was the man, but when they came back home, they were not satisfied with themselves because right. they realized they were telling a lie just to keep up with yeah. the industry mm-hmm. and um, the record labels. Right. So you made a yeah, very, that's very good That's point. something that's happening now. Like yeah. That's a yeah, debate that's happening sure. in hip-hop right now where these people that came into the game, mm-hmm. they came in talking about their life and their yeah. struggles and their hustle. And when they grow up and they achieve many things, and now right. they're rapping about the yachts and the success that people like, what? But why would you want them to rap about what they rapped about in 96? That's not the life that they're living. So that's why now we have the music where people are jujuing on the beat. (laughs) And and you know what? Automatically, I just started to think about 50 Cent. Yeah. For some reason, 50 Cent is like his story. That's the first thing that that came to mind. One of my favorite albums. The opening question. Okay. Get ready to die trying. (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, Opening scene when he was like rapping in that white beater, I automatically thought of DMX for some reason. Oh, yeah. I have five brothers. So all I, I did was, was grow up in hip hop. And my life was just nothing but only child, but that's all. Because I was the only child, I was sat in front of the TV. Right. So all I knew was BET and MTV. You know what we should do? In front of the we world? should do, yes. we should oh do 90s hip-hop trap karaoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. down for that. So I'm so yeah. down for that. Well, that y'all being from New York, who was your favorite rappers like growing up in the 90s? Well, not to be biased, but because I am from Brooklyn. B-I-G. 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 I'm going to be honest with you. No info for that B-E-A. 
I will say I'm a, I'm a Biggie, Jay Z, yeah, Little day. Kim, really? all day. Foxy Brown, you guys Foxy. Somebody though. I'm not even from New York. I'm from the South, but not. Oh, of course. Nas is bad. Nas, but see, when I, Nas for me was a little later. Like yes. when I think when I think '90s, it's it's definitely Big, Tupac, like that yeah. whole beef, that era. It wasn't until after they they passed that for real I started really listening to Nas. Same, Nas, yeah. Yeah. Nas, you know, Nas was actually before yeah. then. Yeah. I was about to me, say, I, yeah, no, for sure. Wait. But I'm saying I was caught up in the hype of them. I was a yes. I was a Biggie girl, like like she Man. said. Nas for me came later because he was a poet, and the older I got, right. I got to appreciate Nas. Exactly. Whereas when I was 10, 9, 8, it was Biggie for me. Yeah. yeah. Even, sure. a little, even a little hove, but before Big Dot, it was all big. Yeah. Before Jay-Z even mm-hmm. came into play, it was all big. I'm going to be honest. For me, it's always been Nas. Yeah. Like, like, I knew more about Nas before Biggie and way before even Jay-Z. Really? Like, I just, I've always been into lyricists. Yeah. And yeah. into words. Yeah. And like, uh, He's a poet. I'm, from, I'm poet. from Brooklyn, though, so yeah. Nas yeah. is from Queens. <laughs> yeah, 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 But yeah, yeah. Nas is bad. <laughs> yes, Nas He's still there. He's still good. He's beautiful. No, but Nas is a poet. That's a lyricist yeah. right there. Man. Nas to me was like a pop. Like yeah. they were poets. Uh, yeah. And for me, I was more of a Biggie Jay Z person. But as I got older, I started to appreciate, appreciate Tupac yeah. and yeah, Nas content. a little bit more. And I felt yeah. bad because I was like, damn, I wish yeah. I listened to this growing Early up. On. Being your, in Brooklyn, your it was palette nothing. changes. It yeah. does. Which is why I'm like, I can't judge the millennials now right. about what their palette is because at the end of the day, this is what. Yeah. This is what they're accustomed to. Which is why I'm so thankful for shows like The Breaks yes. and The Get yes. Down yes. and all these other hip hop shows that are doors. coming out because it's it's introducing this new generation to yeah. where hip hop came from, what it's birthed from, and the Such importance of it. Yes. Yeah. Such a good point. Speaking of hip hop and a new generation <laughs> and everything, let's All play right, our lead host. All right, lead host. <laughs> All right. Come through. We're going to play Name That Hip Hop Legend. Ooh. <laughs> Listen. And basically, I'm going to give y'all some let's clues, and okay. y'all have to guess what legend it is. Okay. I'm, I'm not good at tests. I'm going to just keep it all the way. You have multiple choices. I'm going to try. Now we must see. Y'all from New York and things. See, you know, we got the pressure. I can't. I might break. Also, we should extend it out to our viewers. Yes, yes, yes. And be a part of Or if you're on the live chat with us. Yes, if you're actually, let's give out that number. If you are on our live chat right now and you want to tune in and call us, our number is 424-253-0749. I'm going to run that past you one more time. (laughs) Hey, now. That's 424-253-0749. Four, nine. So you can call us, tweet us, live chat us, and play yeah. along with us. I'm yes. checking on the tweeters. Okay, you check, you check on the tweeters. All right, so. Let's go. Uh-oh. This hip-hop legend signed artists like the Beastie Boys and Public Enemy. Uh, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. He partnered with Rick Rubin <laughs> ding, to ding, create. Ding, 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 oh, we got a winner. Go ahead. Rus- who is Russell Simmons? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Miss Nikki. Yes. Miss Kiki. Boom, boom. Def Jam. Def Jam. Yes, one one point for you, girl. All right, so next one. This is hip hop greatest innovator. It's said to be his groundbreaking DJ techniques like cutting, phasing, and uh, backspinning. It's what got him to the Rock of Hall of Fame. Grand, he had a group with Mas- fir- Grandmaster ah, Flash. Yes, yes. Flash. I'm like he is the originator. He, he is, is the originator. He is the DJ. And you know what? When I think 
about like the nineties club scene and everything. I don't know why I think about like DJ battles. Yeah. Like oh club yeah. Scene yeah. And I will, I will like say that. when I was little, I used to envy because I used to see things like the tunnel and right. I would yeah. see because right, right, it just looked like people had a good, good time, time in music oh, video. Yeah. Yep. And I used to be like, I want to be an adult in the nineties because I wanted to party like them in the nineties. Like they had Listen, so much fun. I was. Um, it's funny because when we were Grandmaster Flash was part of the get down. Yeah. And, yep. and when I was watching, I was watching it with my friend's mom, and they grew up in New York during that time. And yes. we were asking them, and they were like, "Man, it was a ball. Like yes. we were out partying and dancing all the time." And your parents kind of just let you do, do it back it, yeah. then, although. It was one of the most dangerous times, yeah. especially Very. in the Bronx. Yeah. You know, the Bronx was burning, and it was like the DJ battles, the Bronx versus yes. Brooklyn and Queens, and just crews were... Yeah, it and, was... And, a, and it, to even take it to the South, you know, because I got to keep bringing it back. Of course. <laughs> I got to represent. You got to represent. You got to represent the South. ATL all day. Um, you know, even being in Atlanta, uh, yeah. you know, everybody was telling me about Freaknik. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Freaknik was the time. Like, you had people dancing on cars. Uncle it was Luke. just like... Shout out big, to Uncle Luke. Big shout out to Uncle Luke. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a big concert in the streets. You know right. what I'm saying? Yes. Like, That's something would, else I wanted to be a part I of. I love that. Like, block parties in the 90s. Like, block parties was legit popping in the 90s. Speaking about like things is going on so there's a few yes. things that I took down things that happened in mm-hmm. 1990 Fashion so I'm gonna see girl. if you guys remember any of these things if you were alive when these things happened <laughs> so you said Luke it brought back some memory yes. so here's a few things that happened in 1990 yes. so in New York City David Dickens yes. was nominated to be the first black mayor Ooh, of New York City Ooh, that happened yeah. in 1990 black history month, black history yes. month. Yes. Come on. Okay. Come on. Ice Cube had left NWA and he released mm. America's Most Wanted which oh, is an amazing album Solo. Which changed yeah, the game. Yeah. One of the best yes. diss records come from, mm-hmm. comes yeah, from yeah. that album. Uh, Slick Rick was charged with attempted murder in wow. 1990. Oh, yeah. Crazy. That was crazy. crazy time. Child, I don't know. That's why he's Slick Rick. And you know, being that he is from London, he had a, a lot of things going on with deportation and things like that. Slick Rick's one of my wow. favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, what brought me to uh, Freak Nick is because in 1990, a judge... <laughs> Ban two live crews as nasty as I want to be album in Florida. So you couldn't even play it in Florida. They said it was too nasty. It was bad. It, it was, was nasty. Too like. <laughs> oh, I remember sneaking to see those videos. Like oh the girls was just crazy. Oh my yes. god. So those are things that happened in 1990. Yes. Some crazy like facts. That's why the breaks is here to educate everyone. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, and it's yeah. like the get down the breaks. This is an amazing show yeah. to educate people because yeah. I, I, we were kids yeah. in the nineties. So I'm yes, happy we that we get to look back and be like, this is what it was like. And right, you can right. see how everything started and the innocence of it, the gritty of yeah. it, the joy of it. Hip hop is culture. So. A and R's and record labels, those things don't exist no more. And it's funny how it doesn't. It's funny how in the episodes, you know, you see the exec saying, oh, you know, well, they said that about disco and mm. look what happened. And yeah, hip hop's not going to be around yeah. for that long. Yep. And hip hop is now the week. most yeah. influential so yes. Nikki, genre. Nikki, she said a really good quote when she was speaking to Miss mm-hmm. Maddie Taylor. She's like, hip hop is going to take over the business. Yes. yes. And I love that in 1990, people looked at hip hop like, this yep. is not going to last. And hip-hop in 2017, if you look at it now and how it, it evolved, right. and you look back in 1990, yep. when people were like, this is not going to last. last. Disco didn't last. This is not going to last. But it's, it's so crazy it's for them here. to say in 1990 that hip-hop wasn't going to last because already late 70s, right. early 80s, that's when, that's when Grandmaster Flash was yeah, around. Exactly. So it was like, uh, we're already we, 10 we years already, yeah. Right, we're already 10 years. What you talking that's about? That's what's crazy because yeah. it didn't start in 1990. Yeah, no. Exactly, and, and 
and what you're saying right now, uh-huh. it takes me back to the actual show. Maddie Taylor said a very, very important yeah. quote that I had to write down. Yes. Where would we be if we waited for what we wanted? Mm. Oh, yeah, Amen. that's so good. And Amen. that's the same thing. That's hip-hop. Yep. Oh, that sums waited. it all up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't wait for hip-hop. It evolved, it and it came about yeah. on its yeah. own. Yeah. Right, right, right. And something that started from like the late seventies. Yes. That's why you. This is like hip hop is on, over forty years old. Right. Yeah. They started scratching records during yeah. disco. That's amazing yeah. to me to think about. Wow. And it's two thousand and seven. Yeah, during wow. the seventies. Wow. Like that's when Grandmaster Flash started scratching records. It was the late seventies. Yes. That's amazing to me. And so now it's two thousand fourteen. Yes. Yeah. And then nineteen ninety. It was already ten years. Yeah. In. And you already yeah. had the NWAs in the eighties. Yeah. Right. Had the yep. Beastie Boys and the LL Cool J. Yeah. So for nineteen ninety, for them to still be like, eh. I'm just like, and yeah. I just they, they, to, it was a wave. You know, sometimes we hear this yes. stuff and we hope it's a wave. Right. We hope reality TV was a wave. Like, and you know, it's been you around hope, forever. Yeah, Child. we hope some things I mean, are waves I'm and it's not waves. I'm hoping that it will go away very soon. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it, 1990, I think it was 91, 92, real the world. real world yeah, yeah, right? started. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so reality TV, ugh. It came full circle though. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It it's did. like a full production now. Like at first, it was just you know mm-hmm. reality. It's now easy. it's a production. It's easy. You know, yeah, it, it, it doesn't cost as much. The time, you know they want a budget. The exactly. Time and everything. Did you Which guys? Did you guys like? So we're introduced to these two new characters, Miss Demita, Miss Demita, mm. and Miss Terrence. <laughs> and do you guys think that like Nikki? Cause she was a little, she was farting a little bit with Terrence, oh, who was the road manager. Yes. Pick me. I pick you. <laughs> okay, listen. His name is Mr. Terrence Baltimore, and he is definitely one to watch. I know I am watching. Um, and, and speaking of which, we'd love for you to come on the show, Sequel Walls. Please yes, come on. Yes, but yes, yes. I'm really, really excited yeah. about this seen. dynamic because what we've already seen is kind of like the downfall of David and Nikki's relationship. Yeah, so right. the fact that we've already seen these issues that's been happening, yeah. and then you see this other guy, Mr. She, Tall, Dark, and Handsome, handsome just coming right on in, and he's kind of flirting a little bit. <laughs> I, I can't that. wait Let to see how that relationship this, evolves. Yeah. <laughs> Swing that hair, she, girl. You better swing it. Did y'all see uh, how she was intrigued by it when he said that line? He said something slick to her. And she was gets like, her. This is the The reason why David and Nikki are bumping heads is because they're they come, come from, from two, two different, different worlds. worlds. Right. But but Terrence, yeah, he's on the same wave. He gets her. But do you think that's going to be a good thing for Nikki or a bad thing? Because you have two people in the same room <laughs> who might <laughs> try to tear each other down. Ooh. Where a David is someone, well, though I, they come from two different places, David is the person. He's a good influence. He's a balance. He's a balance. He wipes her boo boos. He helps her out. Where you? He calls her out I sometimes. I think Terrence is going to make her a little more edgier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going to make she a little got more edgier. Enough edge. Yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait on me no more. I'm not. Terrence is beautiful. Saint Paul Walls is beautiful yes, and chocolate. Yes. And another new relationship is Miss Demita yes. Alonzo. And I want to know what go- trifling thing happened between them. That it's been two years that yeah, you don't talk to her, to her, you don't see her mm-hmm. child. Like what? Kind, again, this is why she couldn't be my friend. <laughs> but you also see that Demita must have something so strong on her that mm-hmm. you see Nikki compromise. Remember like when? Yeah, Demita She's was valuable. trying to get the story, and mm-hmm. Nikki was like, "No." And then she made a compromise for the first time but, ever. Mm-hmm. We see Nikki attempt to compromise with somebody. But was she compromising because? She's a friend, or was she compromising because she didn't want the story to go out to the village voices? She's protecting. Yeah, yeah. That's come true. on, she's a bro. Demita is know. a threat. Yeah, she we is. know and that she knows some juice. She knows some juice, and they have history. Yeah, right. They go back, and, and I know we see that. DV wants that history because DV wants Demita back. At the end of the day, Nikki's always <laughs> ha- her motives are always back to self. Yeah, I don't it's, think, it's always about. I don't Nikki. think she's doing anything. She she's. 
Listen. And Demita knows that. If she played mm-hmm. chess with you, she'd win every time. I, I give it to her. Yeah. She's very strategic and she'd she be is. good at chess. And she, she knows what's going to happen. She's going to knock down a few of those while you ain't yeah. looking. Yeah, right, right, right. And I think Demita might be the person, or even Josie, mm-hmm. uh, the photographer, yeah. they might be the people to be like, girl, to call her bluff. To check her out and call right, her bluff right. because mm-hmm. Demita had her cornered and yeah. she was like, okay, I'll compromise. Yeah. That's why I think like Terrence and Nikki, he, I don't know if I would love to see them together. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be good for Nikki. Whereas David, it's like, he's he's like her backbone. He rubs her boo-boos when she's I mean, hurt. she said it. You're too good. Yeah. She said that how many times? She yeah. said that so many times. You're just too good. She knows it's not going to work. Yeah. She knows it. She knows it deep down inside. At the very last scene, right before the show ended, when she was sitting in the dark, she knows. That's why she was crying. Because she did work. something shady. But she's still going to use knows. Mr. Juggy. Mm. Mr. Juggy. <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> right only a matter of time before he walks she's away. She's still going to get yeah. used. Yeah. Right. Miss Nikki, stay skinny. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I would say? I would see how the relationship between Juggy and Nikki evolved. Oh, because yeah. I think that, I mean, his character is so shady. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, But I want to see how, I feel like they're going to end up working together. Because yeah. he's kind of already mentioned to Maddie uh, Taylor mm-hmm. about hip-hop. And if you think about it, he was kind of plugging his son. And yeah. he was yeah. plugging DV because he knows what they're working on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can tell him and Maddie Taylor had a past relationship. So mm-hmm. I would love to see yeah. what, the, it seems like a little yeah. Sexual mm. tension yeah. between them, but yeah, I would love yeah. to see what happened between them because yeah. she was like, "No, thank you. You can leave now." Right. Yeah. So Her something shady happened. happened. Right? Her yeah, it's though. like Maddie and Juggy are the opposite yeah. of Nikki and yeah. David. If That's you look at it, point. it's mm-hmm. like David is the Maddie and Juggy is the, the Nikki, Nikki. And something shady like happened. I like something shady happened, happened maybe twenty years ago, ten years ago, and they had a relationship, and now they're coming full circle. So I would love to see what their relationship was going to happen between those two. Same thing with Nikki and David. These old folks is giving me life. Okay, I think they bring in a little something, something Give extra to the show. <laughs> I think so. It's a good episode. It really good really episode. Good. Very deep. Very deep. I, I don't know. I feel like I probably have to watch the episode again to get everything. Um, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot to take in for the first watch. I got to definitely watch it again to process everything. Yeah. What y'all think, though? I'm Good. excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm really I'm, excited. I'm what, what do y'all want to see? And what y'all think is going to take up, come up next? Don't ask me what I want. Predictions? predictions? Yeah. You ready for predictions? We're ready for predictions, baby. All right. All right. Predictions. Who want to go first? Who? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say that for Ray. Yeah. And we, we and you know, we didn't even touch up on this, but for Ray and uh, Gordy. Gordy. Yeah, Barry Gordy. Yeah. <laughs> Lord Gordy. have mercy. That's hilarious. That is heating up right there. The tension between them. I mean, yeah. the fact that Demita was like, this story is hot. Mm-hmm. This is a story that I want to talk about yep. because obviously mm-hmm. they have history. Yep. Years and years with her history. They're, they're best friends. They're best friends. So I want to see how that all unfolds. And we've already seen from the end of this episode yep. how they're going to be in a press conference yep. and they're going to get into it in front of everybody. everybody. It's, it's gone from behind closed doors to, to in the public. Open, yep. So I can't wait to see what happens there. Yep. My predictions. I think that, hmm, and Nikki is so shady. I think that she's going to do something really bad and she's going to get knocked on her. And but, but because I have a soft spot for Nikki and yeah. I want to see her do good because she is a woman in this industry, mm-hmm. I'm praying and hoping that Maddie Taylor can be like a mentor to her. Even yeah. if not her, someone else, and that she can pull back and be like, wait, maybe I am being a little Look, too shady. Mm-hmm. And I hope that something good comes out of it. I think that DV and Alm's relationship is going to blossom and yeah, we're going to see kind of no like doubt. a brotherhood no between them. I don't think he's going anywhere. He ain't going down south, Method Man. I'm sorry. And, and real quick, <laughs> real quick I, I think it would be really dope if Maddie was the one to call her out on her Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because she's somebody that she respects and she looks up to. And yeah. it could have been like, I've been there, done that. It didn't mm-hmm. get me far. You right. know, kind of situation. And, and I also think that this hip-hop game is going to save Alm's life. I hope so. Because yeah. Alm is starting to... He's fine, but... <laughs> I think everybody's fine. She likes everybody on the show. Is he Bae? Is he Bae? It's quite a few days. Quite a few days. Beautiful cast. Well, for me, I think that the cliffhanger that we got left with with her telling him to put his shirt back on, I'm thinking that either this is the moment where she breaks up with him or because he's such a nice guy and doesn't want to let her go, he figures out a way to convince her to stay and she's going to cheat on him with Fine, with yes. fine, dark, chocolate, Terry. handsome, which is, I don't want to see that happen, but I already don't trust her, and I yeah. know she's going to keep story. doing what shady she, stuff. Yeah. So, that's that. Nikki's going to cheat. Um, that's what I know. <laughs> she is not invited. <laughs> like, listen, I can't trust around my man. Like, the, she's, okay. the, she's the friend that, she like, no, you can't man. hang with my man. You can't <laughs> have his <laughs> number. <laughs> Homie, you stay yeah, right just, here. Yeah. Like, that there are some girls like, like that. Your father, she, you don't know about listen, her. She's one of those. Nikilo Shaisi. Um, I think that DV is gonna keep getting deeper and deeper into because he's so he's always recording at Am's apartment mm-hmm. right. that he's gonna start being privy to things that he not does want to not need to be privy to. to. Oh, baby. And he's oh. gonna be seeing stuff and yeah. yeah, he's which is what's gonna help him grow his cojones. So he Stevie's gonna grow some cojones. He's gonna grow up. Stevie's gonna get some balls. I don't know. This episode, I really don't have any predictions. I'm just, I feel like you last episode. I just wanna see how this story gonna take place. (laughs) (laughs) I just love these characters so much. What I do wanna see is just a deeper background story of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That way I can understand the characters a little bit more, their motives and everything. Especially Um, Nikki. Yeah, especially Nikki. But so far, I'm liking what I see. And if you are liking what you see, audience, back home, please be sure to tune in every Monday night. It's a party going down at AfterBuzz TV. Yes. Yes. And tweet us, DM yes. us, Facebook us. Absolutely. And watch that link. Like, comment, and subscribe. All of the people that's on the road and they're driving, they don't have a computers maybe, you can download our link. I'm sorry, download our podcast on iTunes. It's free 99. Go ahead and download it And if it's it free, us. it's for me. Okay. Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. We had a complete blast with yes. you all. My name is Dominique Sarita, and you can buzz me at Dominique Sarita on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, y'all. Sully here. You can hang out with me at all things at Sully Hangout, and also hang out with me on other After Buzz shows. I do Jane the Virgin right yes. after this at 11 o'clock Eight. on Monday nights and I'm on the 6th on Wednesdays Woo. at 11. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nakia Monet. You can find me on um, Instagram and Twitter at Kiki Boom Boom and like my girl here at the show I'm on is Girls on Sunday. Yay. Y'all like girls. Yay. 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 Hey, 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 y'all. It's your girl, Miss Candy Marie and you can find me again at all things Miss Candy Marie. Aw, thank you so much, After Buzz. All the buzzers, stay tuned for more next week. Because we the breaks. We are the breaks. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.